Lessons from the Garden, a Christian Perspective. Romans 12, 20 reads, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from His workmanship, so that men or women are without excuse. I was obsessed with the movie The Secret Garden growing up. I saw myself in that little girl. The idea of having a beautiful place to escape when life at home was unbearable really spoke to me. On nights when my father would come home drunk and start fighting with my stepmom, I would cover my head with a pillow and imagine I was in my own secret garden. In my mind, my garden had high, lush green hedges that lined maze-like paths. Large vines and branches were hanging over me that protected me from the outside. The path in my garden led me to a secret place. It was big enough just for me. There was a bench I would curl up on. And once I was there, I felt safe. I used to believe that God lived in churches or in a magic book. He would come to life like a genie from Aladdin or like the witches in Hocus Pocus. Wherever he was, I was scared to go there. And I was afraid to go near him. My dad would bring home a Quran or a Bible from a hotel room drawer. He would place them both in a clear case that he mounted on the wall. I was terrified every time I walked past those things. So to me, God was distant, mean maybe, definitely to be feared. But during my years of teenage angst, I did turn to God. And to be honest, it was out of desperation because I had nothing left. He was my last resort. I was invited to Bible studies with high school girls from a local church. They spoke about God like an actual human being. To him, he was their best friend, a perfect father, and their overall safe place. And when I actually decided to read the Bible, and as they were teaching me, I saw a very different picture of God than I had configured in my mind. The God I read about in the Bible was a creator of everything beautiful. He created the trees and the vines that I found refuge in as a little girl. He made the flowers that I marveled at. He created the grassy hills that I loved to roll down on. He created the soil that as a little girl I loved digging in to look for what I called roly polies. Now, to me, God is a master gardener, the ultimate landscaper who yearns to show me who he is. Fast forward, in 2020, me and my family moved to a new area, a new home. The previous tenants had left behind a garden bed in our backyard. My husband spent part of his life growing up on a farm and suggested that I plant vegetables in those garden beds. I thought that was a foolish idea because I was already overwhelmed trying to keep two little tiny humans alive. So there was definitely no way that I could keep plants alive. But since everything was shut down and there was nowhere for me to go or much to do, I decided to learn about gardening. I hopped on Facebook and joined a local gardening group uh, where a gardener advertised a local class about native plants. After I took that class, I was hooked. So my little family of four got to work preparing the land in our yard. We amended the soil, planted, and mulched. At the end of the day, when everyone went inside, I sat alone in my garden. 
I felt this overwhelming sense of peace, clarity, and joy. Once again, I felt like that little girl curled up on my bench in complete safety. But this time it was real. I finally had my own garden. It has been about three years since I started that garden, and I know that God brought me there to teach me about himself. Everything about gardening reveals things about God. The makeup of the soil, DNA, growth of a plant, the blooming of a flower, the harvesting of vegetables, even the death of a plant teaches so much about God. Everything in creation reveals the glory of God, and I'm excited for you to be with me on this journey, learning about God and the garden.